Sony. Good morning, Canada. Today's date, Saturday, November 28th, 2020. This is Lewis in BC. And I've got a Canadian common sense rant. There is a wave moving across this country. And there's an opposing wave coming the other direction. One wave is this wave of tyranny and authoritarianism and we're seeing perfect examples of it in Toronto, Vancouver, even the Maritimes now. There's reports that in Vancouver, the police are stopping cars and demanding ID from every single person in the car to make sure that they're all from the same household. There's Adamson Barbecue in Toronto, Etobicoke, where Yesterday, they used more than 72, possibly closer to 100 police officers to ensure that the restaurant stayed closed. Now, now we've got reports out of the Maritimes that police are... Forcing people to wear masks outside. Outside. The one place we know it's actually safe to go without a mask. We know that the virus is killed almost instantly by sunlight. And yet, They're forcing people to wear masks outdoors. And the police are enforcing this. What is very, very scary about this is that the police are going along with this. Police chiefs are going along with this. They're enforcing... These measures that this th- these just violate our constitutional rights. I mean, I'm not anti-mask. I'm not even really an anti-mask mandate person. Um, I wear a mask everywhere I go when I'm going to be in closer contact with people. Uh, the government mandated masks in all indoor spaces in like all public indoor spaces in BC. I do that. I think it's safer, but having to wear masks outside is getting a little crazy. Not just crazy, it's a little tyrannical. 
and f- and the fear mongering is unbelievable. The fact that a guy who can't keep his restaurant open because he's offering outdoor seating is, I mean, I, I believe he is offering indoor seating as well, but they do have a giant garage door that's left wide open. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, and he wasn't doing this, which, which makes it a little bit difficult to, uh, defend him a little here, (laughs) but as long as he was mandating masks and making sure that people were social distancing and using hand sanitizer at his restaurant, there is no way that his restaurant should have been shut down. And as far as I'm concerned, he should have been doing that, and that would have made his case even better. But he wasn't, and that's really beside the point, because he was trying to keep his business afloat. He was trying to keep his business from going bankrupt, trying to keep himself from going bankrupt, and the government sent nearly 100 police officers to make sure that he didn't. And he's been let out on $50,000 bail after being arrested. $50,000 bail for trying to keep his restaurant open. People get way less than that for assault. I mean, this is insane. And in Vancouver, where they're stopping cars and checking the ID of every person in it. I mean, this is undue search and seizure uh, violations of the Constitution. I mean, I went to a pub last night. My wife and I went to a pub last night with a friend. Sat at the same table. And as soon as we sat down, we were allowed to take our masks off. But under BC um, COVID rules, that same friend is not allowed to come to our house and sit on the other side of our living room from us. That's illegal. But we could sit right next to her at the same table in a pub. None of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense. And then we find out. Then we find out that 98.4%. This is a big number. 98.4% of of all the COVID deaths in Canada occurred in long-term care facilities. 98.4%. of COVID deaths were from outside of long-term care facilities, and that is for the entire country. And yet the entire country is locked down.
I don't think shutting everything down is going to help those senior citizens that live in those long-term care facilities. Is this virus real? Absolutely. Can it be dangerous? Can it be deadly? Absolutely. My own sister had it and it was bad. For a 25 minute period, she went blind, deaf, and lost the use of her hands and feet. And that was on day 10. But is this deadly to people under the age of 60? (sighs) Only if you have like serious pre-existing conditions, because otherwise, no, we all, virtually every person survives. The average age of death from COVID is higher than the average age of death. And we're acting as if this is the bubonic plague, which killed 50% of the population. That's not happening here. If every single person in Canada got infected with COVID, less than 0.2% of the population would die. Those are pretty damn good odds. If I told you you could save 3,000 lives a year if you gave up one freedom, would you do it? Because I'm being told if we can save even a few lives, this is worth it. So I'm going to ask you, if you could save 3,000 lives by giving up one freedom, would you do it? I want you to answer that before I tell you what that freedom is. Because that freedom is driving. Almost 3,000 people a year die in car accidents in Canada every single year. (laughs) But those 3,000 people would not die if we all stopped driving. Even if it saves one life, it's worth it. That's what people say. Living in a free society comes with risks. 
And I would rather live in a free society than not. Because even when you don't live in a free society, when governments try to remove all the risks by removing your rights and freedoms, those risks never go away. They're still there. All you've done is lose all your rights and freedoms. And in the meantime, you don't live in a free society anymore. I would rather live in a free society and deal with the risks. That's my thought today.